Cusick. Not just a word, a movement, a mindset, and a podcast. Welcome to Fusick. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Fusick podcast of the President's Day week. I, of course, am your co-host, Craig Miller, always accompanied by the one and only TJ McGinnis. How you doing, TJ? I'm doing great, Craig. Fresh and recharged and having a great time, my friend. How are you Absolutely. doing? Absolutely. Same, 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 man. Had a had a great weekend and now looking forward to a great week. Going to be in home office this week and hosting a uh, big-time opportunity for us. So excited about that and just looking forward to the next couple months. Beautiful, man. And how's, how's everything going around the wedding? You guys oh, ready? It's ready to go. Everything. I think everything's done except for the table and chairs. So we'll get those knocked out and we'll be, we'll be ready to go. We met with one caterer and... That's all we needed to meet with. She was awesome, and cool. we're going to have some down-home country food, and everything's ready, and, you know, groomsmen have their suits, I think, and bridesmaids have their dresses, and we know where to be, what time, so at the end of the day, there's going to be food and some some booze and, and music, and uh, it'll be a good time, and, and we'll get married, and everything will be fine. So very excited about it and excited to, uh, to get to it for sure. Excellent, buddy. Excellent. How about you, man? How's How was... When uh, I saw the dancing video uh, again with the uh, with the um, Disney mask on for Valentine's uh, Day, yes, we we bring that out. That we that's probably a uh, every other week ritual in the beginner's household. She goes beast, beast, beast. So I have to bring the beast out. Uh, it's it's a, it's always a uh, one of those memories, man, that you you just keep keep in your mind forever, dude. So that's great. Yeah, that's she's great. Great. She's been using a lot more words. She's starting to sing a little bit. Uh, it's fun when they can start communicating in it. Yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. A very blessed man. That's so right. It's all good, buddy. Absolutely. So yeah. today, everybody, we wanted to kind of, we're not going to have a guest speaker on today. Um, we have a bunch of them lined up over the next few weeks, but something that TJ and I talk a lot about off the record, and, and we got to talking about it last week again, around levels of leadership and how you have to, and I don't know if the words adjust, but how you have to kind of evolve a little bit of the way you do things and the patience that you have for things um, as your leadership expands and the, and the number of leaders that you're trying to lead underneath, right, or, or on your team, not underneath, but on your team expands how you have to do things on, in a different way and, and how that level, how those levels work. And we got to talking last week and, and we kind of just said, hey, why don't we make a podcast about this, just you and I talking. And, I, and sometimes I wish, TJ, we would just record our conversations when we're not trying to do a podcast because I think those might actually be able to help bring some value to some people. But um, how do you, how do you want to, TJ, when I think about this, talk about the levels of leadership that you've seen in, in your time at Colonial from when you were a DGA to, to now, and, and what's been the biggest adjustment for you so far um, with that? Yeah, I think, Craig, one, one big area that a lot of people make mistakes on is, uh, you know, especially when you look at when we were, when we were DGAs and jumping to the TSM mold is that you think, okay, well, I've, I've been here before. I've been a DJ before. Uh, so therefore, one would assume that I can just go out there and hire people and teach them the systems and the processes just the way that I did it, and it's going to work. Uh, you know, or I, I've been an ADM. I've been a successful ADM. So therefore, I should be able to be a DGA now and teach other ADMs how to do their job because I, I did it well. Uh, and I think that's that's a big mistake that a lot of us make. Uh, I know myself has made many of those mistakes before thinking that 
that just because I, I've been in I've been a DGA that I will I could develop other DGAs in this role. And same with this now the senior TSM role, Craig, uh, having some success in the territory sales manager role, and now thinking how it would be a, a cakewalk to develop and work with other TSMs. But it's a whole different ball game, a whole different way of thinking, uh, and everyone everyone works differently. So. It's, that's been an adjustment, Craig, and I think a big part of it is just learning from mistakes and failing your way and keeping it going. Um, what about you, Craig? You agree with me there? Yeah, I think I think the last part you said is absolutely kind of my example. And thank God we're we're able to right. fail a bunch of times to you know get a couple things right. And you know, one thing I know that we we talk about is you know sometimes it's hard to remember the insight. I know we talked about Nick Saban and focusing on the process and. How you know you don't focus on the end results all the time. You focus on the process, but you have a. But the key to that is to have a clear vision of what the end result that you're trying to reach looks like, right? And constantly putting that vision out there, constantly putting that that you know, hey, we're going to get to here. Here's the vision for what I see us at in five years, and then here's three years, and here's two years, and here's a year from now, and then getting in that and focusing on, okay, if we do these processes and we focus on this activity every single week and every single day, and that's all we focus on for the most part, this vision of what we're going to have is going to come true. So there's a big difference between focusing on the end results and focusing on the results of every single day and and, and, and having like a roller coaster type of emotions every single week versus focusing on the process, focusing on the development of yourself first, but also focus on the development of the system, and then always remind yourself what the end goal is going to be. Maybe not the end result, right, but what the end goal is going to be and not always focus on the day-to-day results of the business. And I think that's probably some of the hardest things to do because like when I was a rep, you could focus on the day-to-day and you could make changes really, really quick. It was like driving a speedboat, right? You can make changes, you can change directions really quick. But as you progress from an ADM to a DGA to a TSM and then if you, you know, as a senior TSM, it's now kind of like driving a tanker ship. You've got a plan to make that change and make those adjustments. And when you make those adjustments, you've got to also realize that you've got to continue to make that same adjustment and continue to stay focused on the consistent you know, system so that the end result will be having you going in the right direction. You, you hit it on the head, Craig, talking about like clarity. Uh, that's, a, that's a big mistake a lot of us would make is the fact that we, we won't be able to... Um, not setting it, things up to, to win to begin with. First of all, we're, we're not, that clarity is not there. So we're all getting together, we're all running and gunning, and then we're like, okay, what, what's the end game? What are we trying to achieve here? You know, right. that planning ahead of time. You, you must sit there, you must plan, you must get everyone bought in on the clarity. This is where you're going. This is how you're going to get there. Uh, and then we do it as a team. And, and Craig, uh, Heath actually gave us a, I forget the name of the podcast, but uh, there was the, the episode in one of those podcasts around uh, there's four different scales of leadership. And, and what you just said really touched all on that. And, and this yep. could be a 45-minute podcast just around these four scales. But I, I want to touch on this because we both talked about this and for the listeners. Just, it's just a great way of communicating why having a process, why having systems are in place when, when leading large volumes. You know, the, the, the uh, gentleman talk first talks about scale one, which is when first... Before you lead people, you must learn to influence yourself. You must change the behavior of yourself first. Uh, and he, he, the, he says 99% of people really can't even do that yet, 
right? Right. And, right. and just sticking to promises that you make to yourself. You know, scale two is when you, you consistently influence one person's behavior to the level of your depth. Uh, and he discusses, you know, that's typically great parents, a friend, a mentor, because when you're a mentor, you're really only influencing one person. He discusses, you know, you're a trainer at the gym, you're influencing one, one of your uh, people how to do something, uh, and a good business person. He said scale three is now when you're influencing many people simultaneously, which is teachers. That's why, and I believe in our profession, it kind of was a click. Educators and teachers are great leaders in our business because they've already adapted that skill set of influencing people, uh, groups Without of people, a doubt. right? Without a doubt. Yep. So they talk about that, and he, and he discusses, you know, you can teach it, show how do people do it, and you can explain it and impact groups and changing the behaviors of, and passions through yourself onto others. Uh, a big part here that uh, is missed sometimes is a lot of us want to jump to this level, this scale three, but first you have to influence yourself, and you have to make sure that you master yourself. Um, and scale four, Craig, he talks about, this is the, this is the pinnacle, right? Now you're inf influencing groups of people through a structured system without being present. And this is very important for, uh, I always say, unwritten rule that we have and myself that we live by is priorities. Get your priorities in order. This is when you're influencing your, your family without you present, right? You're influencing yep. other team members. And in this new role, Craig, we can't be in all three territories at the same time. So how, how do we learn to structure systems, processes, and we, we uh, make an impact with us not being present? He says that's the, that's the pinnacle, that's skill for leadership when you're setting up structures and systems in your family life, your business life to influence people without being present. Um, touch on those four skills, uh, Craig, and, and kind of some difficulties that you see uh, going from scale to scale. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I love that podcast. That's where we got a lot of this from, you know, and it just it makes things clear for sure because when you talk about teachers, you know, Katie's a teacher, and the way that they have to do things consistently every single week, it, it's unbelievable, especially dealing with first graders, right? right? Most people say they can't handle the one kid that they have or the two kids that they have, right? It's hard. <laughs> when you put 24 of them in a classroom and you're able to impact change on those kids' lives that quick, it's a special thing to do. you know. And, and when we're dealing with it, that is probably the hardest transition going from a territory manager where you're in your market 90% of the time, right? I know we have meetings where we have to travel and do different mm -hmm. things, but you're in your market and you can impact that change. Where with us, it kind of goes back to developing ourselves. And I think that one of the biggest things that we've got to do and continue to do, TJ, and, and we would encourage anybody that's in a leadership role to do is the old saying of put the oxygen mask on first, right? Yep. And, and what that means is that you're, you're still a servant leader. You still have to absolutely work for your team. And that's the attitude you have during working hours, right? But now more than ever, you have to take the time in the mornings and take the time in the evenings and on the weekends to invest in yourself so that you can continue to be better as a leader. You continue to read people better. You continue to know how to communicate better. You continue to know how to impact change on others more effectively because if you don't do that, you're going to be exposed as a larger level because now you have more opportunities to fail. You also have more opportunities to get things right, right? And the more you invest in yourself on a personal time outside of working hours, when you put that oxygen mask on first on Sunday evenings and you invest in yourself for the week mm -hmm. or early in the mornings before you get to go to work, right? And then when you recharge at the end of the night, what are you doing in those 15 to 30 minutes where you can invest? What are you reading? What are you listening to? Are you listening to rap music on the radio all the time and or country music or anything else, right? Or are you listening to a podcast? Are you listening to positive thinking? Are you listening to a book on tape about leadership? What are you doing in those 
off time, hours, to invest in yourself so that you can impact people on the largest level. And I think that's why you get to that level four. I think one of the coolest things is I sent that podcast out to a ton of people out there. He sent it to us. And one guy came back and said, you know, if you would have asked me what level of leadership I was before I took on this career as a DGA, I probably would have told you a four or five. And I've realized now, after truly trying to develop people and listening to that podcast, that I'm more of a level one or two. But now I know how to get clarity for what I need to accomplish to be able to get to that four or five. And that's the key, right? To have that self-awareness to be able to go, hey, these are the consistent things I need to focus on for a long period of time. You know, we always tell people, hey, spare us your genius for 90 days, right? Well, when you're leading a territory, spare us your genius for, for a year, and let's focus on some process, right? And let's right, focus yeah. on some on some systems for a whole year out of your whole life. Let's do, let's take one year out of your whole life and focus on the fundamentals only, and see what the results are at the end of that year. And yeah, you're going to go through some times where you fail, and, and that's good, right? It's a good thing to fail. It's a good thing to feel like you're failing because it creates that sense of urgency. It creates that sense of I want more. But at the same time, you've got to realize that you can't focus on the everyday results. You have to focus on the everyday, what did I do in the system? What did I do in the fundamentals? What did I do in the processes today? Did I give everything I had to the system? And what, are, what is my clarity of where I'm trying to reach? And that's the biggest difference is focusing on the goal versus the results of every single hour. Right. Uh, and a lot of that comes with communication, Craig. And this is definitely an area that I, I've truly tried to work on. So communicating to your people of what the expectations are, non-negotiables, the process, the system, finding out their whys, finding out what motivates them, you know, the standard stuff. But also on top of that, there's communication, but there's also feedback, right? There's, okay, this is how we're, how, this is how we're doing right now. And uh, Kathleen Jake says radical conversations. Here, here's some areas that are going well. Here's some areas that we need to grow on. How do you feel about that? You know, tell me, tell me how this is going on. And, and, and I was listening to another uh, another podcast and he was going over different different ways of going about doing things and um there was a book out there uh, i forget the name of it uh but were you saying if you, to be, master a, a task or something you have to do ten thousand hours of doing the work yeah. uh and this guy agreed with it uh for the most part but he said look it, it's it's almost one of those things where it's that's hard to do because you could be doing ten thousand hours of something that is not really beneficial so right Exactly. Exactly. Right. So you, you it's like if I were a baseball player and I were to go swing and and hit off the tee, you know, to, for ten thousand hours. If I'm, my swing is not right, I'm just made myself worse. Right. And as a leader, right. there's going. Who, who's your favorite baseball player, Craig? Uh, I think. Well, I think that's a, there's a different question. I think that the greatest baseball player of all time, all around, is Barry Bonds. And okay. I think statistically, you can't argue that. So my favorite baseball player. Um, would probably be like a Roberto Clemente or, um, you know, even like an Ozzie Smith or something like that because of the things they did off the field and just kind of their demeanor they had, right. you know, on the field. Um, so you know, I love Mike Trout. Any of the guys that are yeah. hardworking, you know, things okay, they do so on and off the field, that's my favorite. Let's take let's, – let's use, let's use Mike Trout because he's relevant yep. right now. So this is, a, this is kind of a funny thing here. So he said in business a lot of times, Craig, uh, where we fail – is we, we really do a lot of coaching on these yearly reviews, and we just had the yearly reviews, right? And, yep. And he said, so in baseball, do you think Mike, Mike uh, Trout's uh, hitting coach, batting, batting coach, his skipper, uh, bench coach, do they have 
everyday reviews on how how they're doing and how they uh, every every week every day okay the swing here let's work on this let's do this let's do that how, there's a lot of hands-on close coaching there correct uh, i do i don't know you know and review might be it might be a great word to use but it also can be taken the wrong way as well too well, you know let's just say close coaching we'll say close, close coaching, coaching. yeah because right. you can you can still you can review internally yourself but right but sometimes Sometimes you can coach in different ways besides people making it feel like you're always reviewing them. Okay, well then close coaching. We'll go with close coaching. How, how often in the majors or professional athletes do they have people there helping them, close coaching them on tweaking this, you'll, you, tweaking this, doing this. Hey, great job here, but let's, let's, let's work on this. Constantly, right? Constantly, yeah. And it, yes. yeah it's, such, it's, it's, it's even more of the building confidence with that person because right. you know, it's such a mental game for sure. And anything, and any type, A-type personalities are going to be harder on themselves than anybody else can be harder on them. So creating that confidence and, and building that confidence up in them is, is, is important, especially in, in baseball, for sure. Right. And what, they, what they're saying in business is that at times certain leaders, and I've been uh, fall to, fell to this quite a few times, is we, we don't help close coach that often. Yep. It's not, you know, and especially the right stuff. So for us, for me, with like TSM, sometimes I gotta make sure that we're close coaching the TSMs to help coach the DGAs better, and not yep. just jumping in and, and helping a DGA out, and 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 that TSM is not in the mix of it. We, yep. we do yep. that. We do that's a big failure that that I do at times, and I'm sure a lot of people do, uh, and that's just a big part of that. Make sure we build the people, not the sales, and we focus on the the leadership aspect of what we do. So true. So, so true because it's it's a huge transition to kind of close it out. We said this was going to be a shorter one today. Is you know there comes a time when you're focused on your personal results, right, and what you can impact. But then when you get into higher level leadership, you've got to spend the majority of your time focused on developing that person and constantly working with that person to be able to impact other leaders. And when you start right. leading leaders of leaders of leaders, that's when you're starting to make a big impact on the on the change horizontally. But you better learn some patience. Because, you know, there's the biggest thing with that is that you cannot be the person who freaks out or gets emotional on every single, you know, result. There's lag results in any type of performance business. And, and at the end of the day, this isn't a meritocracy to where results are kind of all that matters if we really want to talk about it. But the way you get consistent results is consistently building trust, just like in the podcast that we listen to, consistently building um, accountability with your team, right? but consistently conditioning change and you can consistently condition change to impact change. And that's, that's so important that you work on those two things of trust and, and truthful and, you know, and, and all those tough, because if you're not, if people don't trust you, they're not going to follow you. And if right. they don't respect you, they're not going to do what you, what you tell them to do. And, and they're not going to follow your guidance. They're not going to follow your impact. So that's the biggest thing guys is be consistent with your words. You don't always have to have the right answer, but you got to have a consistent answer. And that's the biggest thing is developing trust is so much more important than being right. So, so Craig, just to tie this up, uh, you know, um, what are one to two focal points that our listeners can go to and start implementing today uh, that will help them become better leaders, leading other leaders? Uh, what are one or two? And I'll share one or two as well. You kind Put of touched the oxygen on mask on in the off time hours. What are you doing to invest in yourself? If you're in a leadership position, what books are you reading? Who are you calling when it's not working hours? 
What are you listening to in your car? What are you watching on the TV? What are you doing every single week to develop your skills? And, and, the, and one, make the skills that you're good at better, but two, the skills that you're maybe you're not good at or what you see as your future goal. Okay, if you know that you want to be a head of sales of a company, right? What are the things that you need to start doing now to develop yourself to when that time comes in 5, 10, 15 years, if you do these things consistently every week, how much better are you going to be at those crafts every single, you know, in 10 or 15 years? So my, my suggestion is go invest in yourself in the off time hours, right? Learn how to do that. Learn how to be consistent with that. And then learn how to be consistent with impacting people, just like you just said, TJ, and not the results, but impact the people to impact others. Nailed it. Nailed it. I, I would say to piggyback you off off of what you said earlier, Craig, clarity, setting up clarity ahead of time, where where, every, where where everyone's going, what's the expectations of the person that you're trying to lead, what your expectations are to them. Uh, and, and, you know, I like to call them non-negotiables. You know, what, what are yep. two or three things that, that you believe in that you, that you are trying, you are doing everything you can to make sure that, that those two or three non-negotiables uh, are stapled to that person you're leading as, or in the organization you're leading, and then what are theirs? What are their two or three non-negotiables? So you guys can yep. all be, you can be on the same page. I think that's, that's so important, and sometimes that, that's missed. Uh, but this has been a good one, Craig. Yep, absolutely. Love it. Guys, we got some new Fusic gear out there. More stuff coming soon. So go to thefusic.us. Share with your friends, guys. Let's let's get this podcast out. It, it's starting to make some impacts in some people's lives, what we're hearing. So that's all that we're doing it for. Obviously, we just want to, you know, create a movement that that has as many people on it as possible. So spread the word. We look forward to seeing everybody soon. Post pictures on Facebook. Let's create this movement. Let's change the world through our example. And um, love y'all and, and talk to you soon. Love y'all. See you later. Fusic, a podcast for everyone who said I couldn't.